Welcome everyone to the Palais. My name is Joey. We are back with another special edition of the Parlay. We have another very special guest with us, someone brand new to the A7FL. Joey, go ahead and introduce our guest. So uh, so we got Jordan on from the Ohio division. Um, you know, I think, Woody, this is our first guest from Ohio. Is that correct? You are absolutely correct. That is true. Well, welcome, Jordan. Don't uh, don't fuck this up for the whole state of Ohio. Uh, really excited to hear a little bit more about you and kind of what drew you to the specific and very special style of play that we have over here in the A7FL. So, you know, feel free to uh, introduce yourself a little bit, you know, what position that you'll be playing, and then we could jump into possibly what team you'll be looking at playing with come the spring season. So I am. I can play pretty much any position. I'm a football player, so I can play quarterback. I can play running back. I can play wide receiver. I can play tight end, defensive line, safety, linebacker. Pretty much any position on the field besides the line. Don't throw me there. <laughs> but pretty much any position on the field I can play. And uh, what actually brought me to the A7 is kind of funny. So a guy that runs the Covington Heist. You guys, Florida people, obviously have heard of the heist from playing them last year. I think the Nightcrawlers, I believe, played the heist last year. So the guy that started the Covington heist started the new our new team that I was on before in the chaos. They were a brand new team in Cincinnati this year, so they're like the new team on the block, I guess you could say. So oh, that's, how, that's how I heard about them. Yeah, it was actually uh, us in the Orlando Ghost that we uh, we traveled up to Ohio and we played the heist up there. Um, who's that? Who who's that guy that you're you're referring to that started the heist and has kind of branched off? So his name is Josh. He it's funny because he actually he was he just messaged me earlier and was like, pretty much the same reason why I quit the chaos. He quit the team he started, which I'm not going to go too much into that what happened, but. But pretty much, like, a bunch of bullshit basically went on with, our, okay. with, with that team. And our coach, the head coach pretty much lied to, like, all of our day one guys. So pretty much what happened, long story short, is the guy that started our team had, like, a good group of guys he was getting from the heist, the Covington heist, because – he wanted to start his new team because he started the heist last year. Well, him and some of the guys on the heist didn't get along, so that's why he decided to start the chaos. Well, they coach that his main head coach is like he he recruited all these semi-pro players, whatever. But he basically kissed the semi-pro players as you know what. So basically, like half of our team just like. It was a bunch of BS basically went on, and um, he lied about all kinds of stuff, like the pay in the league. He lied about from the. That's how it started. I mean, he, he told he told every player that we were going to get uh, 125,000 was the cash prize. So he lied about that, and I found out the other day it was like I think it's 50,000s the uh, the national championships 50,000 I think. Last season it was fifty thousand. I'm not sure what it's going. It might go up this year. Okay, okay. yeah, because I know there's more teams this year, obviously, because last year there was only twenty teams. This year they're up to thirty six. So I really don't know what it is this year, but I thought I seen something posted in the Vegas that was like fifty thousand, but I could be wrong on that too. But but I've heard different numbers from different people. But anyway, going into like pretty much. Different style of football than I played. I've never played like this type of football. I've always played, obviously, 11 on 11. So, Yeah, and I think that's typically most of the guys that find this league interesting has played that 11 on 11 contact style. And that's what really where those guys thrive. You obviously have those flag players that, you know, they, they you know, earn, yearn for that 
sort of contact and they may, finally found their way over here but you know going back to that um the recruiting style that i guess your coach used and kind of drew those players in honestly i mean i would be pretty pissed off if you know i was being recruited saying oh you guys can win 125,000, and then at the end of the year you know let's say for whatever reason the chaos do come in there they wreak havoc do cause that chaos and win the uh the natty you're walking out with 25k you know splitting that between 30 players that's it's not much. So I can definitely see where the players were a little bit upset with that, and that caused a rift within the within the team. Yeah, we literally – I just got a text today that said, like, eight players just quit today, like, within the last few days on the team. And it's just – I personally, like, I hate to be like this, but I don't think their team's going to last. I think, I think they might be all right this year because the season's about to start. But – our guy that already started the chaos, he already said he talked to the owner of our division and he's going to be starting another team next year. So, Gotcha. So let me ask you this, Jordan. Were you kind of used as a, a scapegoat? Because I saw actually on one of the Ohio semi-pro teams that you were also using that information that you were given from that coach as a style to recruit players. Were you kind of thrown under the bus to the league um, from what you were saying that you were – you know, removed from the A7FL, did you feel kind of betrayed and, you know, as so, a scapegoat? So basically, here's the thing. I, so the coaches, the head coach told me that the league owner basically, I was doing some advertisement. Apparently, it was false advertisement. And they told me to delete it because it was the owner of A7FL or our division or whatever. It was like, that's false advertisement. You can't be posting false advertisement. And I was like, the somebody on their team, I think it was actually Josh who actually runs her team. He was like, how is that false advertisement? That's what you guys told us. And I, that's what I told Josh. I was like, yeah, you guys told us it was 125000 but apparently it wasn't 125,000. And that's why I found out it wasn't 125,000. So basically the, I guess they told me that the, the league owner of our division, like threatened to kick me out of the league or some crap, but I've already talked to the crush. I've actually reached out to the crush, which is another team in the division. I actually just got done talking to the quarterback about 20 minutes ago, right before I talked to you guys. So, um, yeah, he, he was all cool. With he, he reached out to their coach, Steve, so they're waiting to get a heads up from the, um, I guess, Aldrin. He is the uh, Cincinnati like co-owner of the division, so I'm waiting to hear back from him. He said he'll probably get back with me tomorrow. Yes. And also um, try it out on Sunday with the, the Columbus team, so I'm going to see how that goes. Gotcha. So it looks like you got options there. It definitely looks like you were um... – just regurgitating information that you had already got, and it just looks like, you know, you got left hand in the bag, even though it was other people who gave you that false information. So that's inf unfortunate, but um, I know here in the A7, well, I hope here in the A7FL they do the right thing and they let you play just because that, that's truly not, not your fault. You weren't really, um, from the sounds of it, it doesn't sound like you were trying to, you know, mislead anybody or, or do anything uh, nah. egregious like that, so... Let, let them play. I, that's my ruling on, on hearing the matter. You know, I didn't hear both sides of the story, but I'm going to just roll with yeah. your side of the story and say, let, let that man play ball, you know? Yeah, that's why I'm here. So, um, I got a question for you, man. Um, it's interesting when they added Cincinnati, when they added Ohio in general. Let's just use the state yeah. itself. Um, big football state. Um, I know Joey's from that state as well. Um, yes, so I guess is. this is you guys will definitely be able to um, both get the, give the insight on this. Um, what is the I don't want to say the typical, you know, like everyone say down here in Florida, four three runs on trees. What's what is how would you describe the Ohio football player? Okay, so so okay, so we have a tri scrimmage. So basically, we had a three. The Cincinnati teams about a it was about four weeks ago to a month about a month ago we had a tri scrimmage it was the Queen City Cross the Chaos and the Covington Heist were all doing a tri scrimmage and I would say we kind of all have a little bit of different styles I think the the the, the Heist 
are more of a more of a Seth. They got a guy named Seth Chambers, the running back. He, they're more their offense is all a, he's more of like a power running back. Their offense is kind of revolved around mostly one player. They got they they are really good on defense. I give them that. They they got better at least from seeing them in person. I watched them play the Snow Tribe last year, and like a game in the week. And their defense looks improved this year from what it look, looked last year. And like I said, their offense is pretty much number thirty nine. Seth Chambers. That's pretty much where the heist offense goes. Um, the Crusher, I haven't seen them as much. I just I seen them at the tries for me. We also, when I was on the chaos, we did a lot of joint practices with the with the Covington Ice, so that's why I've seen them a lot. But Dale, Florida guys know him because I believe they played one of the Florida teams last year. It was either the Nightcrawlers or the Ghosts or one of those teams they played last year. He's probably the best quarterback in the, in the Cincinnati area. I don't know much about the Columbus team yet. I'm actually going to, like I said I, earlier, I was going to go try out there on Sunday, see how things go there, and then make my decision. But um, pretty much, like, I don't know much about the Columbus team. Dale's probably the best quarterback in the Cincinnati division. And then the the, the chaos, they're bringing in a lot of semi-pro guys. So their defense especially has, like, all their starting defense is like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the 82 Chargers. You definitely heard mm-hmm. of them. Okay, so the 82 Chargers just played in the Natty down in Florida in the – I think it's like the 2A is what they call it. Natty and the Florida, they lost like 8-6. to six. But like half of their defensive players are on the Cincinnati Chaos. So they got, they got a good defense. The Chaos really do got a good defense. But uh, I don't know. Watching the offense, it's not good. Interesting. Um, so you said you got a trout coming up on Sunday. Uh, if you had to pick a position that you're going to be trying out for offense slash defense, what uh, what position are you going to say that you're going for? Uh, well, they definitely – I've already talked to some of the guys, and you know what they kind of need. Obviously, they need offensive line, which I told them, like, I'm not big enough to play offensive line. But they did say they need a quarterback, so I told them I have experience playing that position. That's, and that's my that's my main position anyway, so – I told them I'm gonna probably try to go for quarterback, and then wherever they need me, really, that's that's the kind of player I am. I'm not a selfish player. I already told them I don't care if I start. I don't care if whatever. Just throw me in if you have to. Whatever spot, I'll play wherever, pretty much. Like, so what I'm hearing from the pure athlete that you say you are, Dale is actually the second best quarterback in your guys' division now. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I, I mean. I'm not going to be cocky, but I mean, Dale got the arm on him. Dale got the arm. I don't have the arm that Dale has. Dale can fling the ball like 65, 70 yards in there. I've seen him do it. But I would say I got accuracy over mostly. I've seen the quarterbacks of the Cincinnati division. Like I said, I can't speak for Columbus, but the three Cincinnati teams, uh, they got some quarterbacks that, I mean, the. The chaos quarterback, he's a good athlete. He's a former wide receiver, so he's a good athlete. But once you take his legs away, he's he's done. And then um, the highest quarterback, he's just a sitting duck, but he has, like, no arm strength or anything, and he's scared to get hit. So, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think any of the teams in this division really have great quarterbacks. Like I said, I think Dale of the three Cincinnati teams is the best one for sure, like, hands down. So that actually brings me uh, into a good point. So you're, you're kind of talking a little bit about the quarterback talent that you're seeing in the division as a whole. When I think it's in the A7FL, you, we've heard it on the three-on-one. We've heard it on different podcasts. That is the position that is going to determine whether or not your team is going to be successful. Now, with that being said and what you've said about the quarterbacks in the division, I'd actually like to go back to a Facebook post that you made um, on the Florida chat saying, Florida – you guys better ball out this year because Cincinnati chaos are making it from the Western Conference. Better not let us Ohio boys make it, and you guys don't. So I guess my question to you is, if the quarterback plays a little bit iffy, how do you guys, how do you expect whatever team that you're going to to exceed and come out of the West? Okay, so this I will say this. We might not have the 
I don't know. I, I want to say Florida probably has more a little more speed than us, from what I've heard. But I just think the chaos, at least from watching them, they have a lot of guys that have played football from. They've played semi-pro. Like, a lot of their guys have played semi-pro for a while. And, like, the defense is really good. Their defense, like, they give up – they have – just put it this way, the crush and the scrimmage had like negative 27 yards against their defense. Like they could not do anything. The heist couldn't do it. I think the heist scored like one time against their second string, their second string defense and the try scrimmage. But so their defense is legit. They will, they will win games just because their defense is so good that their, their front seven is insane. Like they're, they're not the biggest team though. That's what, that's what kind of scares me with them is like they're, I think you might be able to run on them a little bit because they're not like even their D line is they're just like athletic, but they're not real big. So I think you might be able to run on them, but their pass defense is like their secondary is just insane. I think the those quarterbacks, the highest and the um, crush starting quarterbacks combined like four or twenty six passing, something crazy. So um, and like I said, I think the highest's defense has improved from last year. Just from watching them in person and watching them from like the Snow Tribe game last year, I think their their defense has improved a lot. Which I know they have a few new players as well from than from last year. So, and then the crush, like I said, the crush of the team in Cincinnati, I know actually the least about because I've only seen them during the try scrimmage. But I know Dale has a couple of arm on them, and we obviously didn't see some of their uh, better players there. They got a receiver that I've heard is like the best receiver. Could be the best receiver in the whole A7, but he wasn't at the dry scrimmage, so have no clue on how good he is and how that rumor is or whatever. But all right, and that's a that's a pretty big statement to be the best receiver um, in the whole A7FL and not even playing a snap in the A7FL. So I love the hype on this guy already. Can't wait to uh, see him actually get out there on the field. Woody, do you yeah. have uh, do you have anything for Jordan? I'm enjoying this conversation way too much. Um, <laughs> I do have a question for Jordan. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit um, when you said that you um, play the quarterback position. So yep. then how would you, I guess you were kind of alluding to it. You said you're a bit of an athlete. Um, you were comparing your arm strength to the other guys. Um, you said you were going to be humble, but mm-hmm. um, what would you say to any of the teams in your division that were looking for a quarterback in you, and what is it that you bring to the table that you feel that you can lead your team to a championship? Let's just start low and say a division championship. What is it that you feel like you bring to a team that would do that? Well, first of all, you got to be a good leader. You got you got to show up to practice, put in work. That's the number. That's the number one thing where it starts. If you don't show up to practice, I told the guys on the chaos all the time. If you guys don't show up to practice. We can't have team chemistry. We got to bond together. Like we got, we got to be at practice. We got to show up. We got to grind together. We got to take this shit serious. I, mean, I know we all have other lives and shit, but we got to take this shit more serious. And um, that's where it starts up front. And then obviously, you know, the physical stuff. You got to have that. Obviously, you can't just, you know. Which I'm more. I would say, going back to the athlete thing, I'm not, you know. I'm not more of I'm more of a I would say I'm more of a pocket quarterback than a than a uh, scrambler. I mean I could run if I have to. I would say if I would say um I don't want to say I'm Tom Brady because I'm not that slow, but um, I would say I'm like a I don't know like a Cam Newton now maybe kind of I guess. Would you say a little bit more of a Joe Flacco? No, I would I wouldn't say even that. I'd say I'm a better athlete. I think I'm. I don't think I'm a Kyler Murray like fast, like shifty fast, or like a Lamar. But for I mean, I think I'm like. A, I would say okay. Here's a good top. Here's like a Taysom Hill. There you go. Okay, and th- that's a pretty good comparison. My question to you is: from what you know about A7 NFL and the quarterbacks that do succeed in this league, is mainly mobile run-first quarterbacks. How do you expect to succeed in? a run-first league being that is that you are that pocket passer? As, as a wide receiver, I would like to say that I would refute that. So the, the first thing is you just got to know where to go with a ball. Like it, that's, that's the number one thing playing quarterback outside of, like I said, being a leader. You got you to gotta know how to decipher defenses. 
which I know it is a little bit different in seven on seven than eleven on eleven, obviously. Less less linemen, less players on the field, all that kind of stuff. But at this at that's that's the biggest that's my biggest thing playing quarterback is I try to read the defense before the ball's even snapped. Like you just gotta have the you gotta have the football IQ for it. That's the biggest thing. Like you don't even have to have be that talented really. I mean, like I don't I can throw a football about fifty yards, maybe about fifty. Yeah, fifty's about the farthest I can throw. So I don't have like it's crazy good arm, but I mean, I just know where to go with the ball. I know how to read defenses. I know cover two, cover three, cover one. I like I know how to see it, read the defense, man coverage, zone coverage. Like that's where I, that's where I win is in my mind. I d I don't know, man. I'm kinda getting a uh Peyton Manning kind of Peyton Manning-esque from you being able to uh I would say I play like Brady and Manning but I'm more athletic okay that's that's where yeah I would say I'm smart but okay here's a here's a better example Joe Burrow there you go there's a better example because he's more athletic I would I would have said Justin Herbert but we'll we'll go with that okay that's fine yeah because I'm yeah I'm pretty tall too I'm just tall and leaky I'm about 195, 200 pounds, and I'm 6'4", so. I'm, I'm excited for this, man. Do uh, to watch you, see what, what kind of film we can of you deciphering the defense even before the ball is snapped. You know, knowing that you already have a step up on these defenses before the ball is even snapped, so you just pick them apart. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to uh, to see whatever team you on and you know, see what you guys are able to do. Your guys' first uh, first spring season under your belt, and the biggest trait that I didn't say that I'm going to say now that nobody knows until I throw the ball is I am actually a lefty. So, ah, which I think is a rarity in this league. I don't think that there's many or yep. any left-handed quarterbacks. Not many in football in general, but yeah, in I'm football a lefty, in yep. general, but definitely in the A7. I'm thinking I can't think of anyone who would be. Is is Sterry lefty? I don't. Yeah, I believe he is. The guy that won uh, for BIC, I believe. Right? Yeah, Sterry. Yeah, I'm pretty lefty. sure he's a lefty. Yeah, I think he is. I did see somebody lefty last year because he's like he's like a dual threat, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the definition. Yeah. 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 He, he's the one that I see last year for BIC. I believe it was. They won it all. I can't believe I missed that. I watched so much B like so much BIC. I, that I, I think I think he is a lefty. I gotta check it out now because that's gonna bother me that I never noticed that and I'd be so mad. Um, it, it, it's okay, it Woody. The uh, the old age is setting in and he's uh, short your memory. It's all right. I got you. I'm gonna let you he's just he's just so focused on his game that he's like I don't even care what hand he is. You know, I'm busy watching you know the ball fly through the air like <laughs> you know like nothing. And that guy just flicks his wrist. Yeah. And the ball goes I mean, to be fair, you don't really look for that, too. It's not, it's not like pitchers like baseball. I mean, you don't really see a lot of lefties playing quarterback or anything. So that's why it sticks out. I feel like you know when you watch yeah. when you watch a Michael Vick highlight, you notice that this guy's left-handed because it just looks different. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's shame on me that I really didn't didn't notice that. But uh, Joey, yeah, you got another question for our guy. Yeah, um, so, I mean, it seems like you got a pretty good um, feel for your type of game. Um, how how well educated are you on A7 as a whole? So, like I said, I, I don't, like, this is, I'm just learning a little bit about it. Like, I, I didn't even know it was a league until, like, four months ago, maybe. So, because I, I, I knew about this around, like, yeah, like, December is when I looked, like, right before... The first of December is when I actually learned about this, so I've known this about this league about four months. So okay, yeah, I was just going to ask you with uh, with your playing style and what you know about the A seven, which team that you think that you would fit ideally in that you could help them most succeed if you got you if you had your pick to play with any team um, in the country. Personally, like. I mean, I'm willing to play. Like I said, I'm, it depends on the position too. But like, like I said, quarterback is my go-to. But I will play any position. Literally, like if you say, "Hey, play defensive line," like I'll go out there and play defensive line and rush the passer. Like that's just the type of guy I am. But like I'm like, even if you tell me to play offensive line, I know I'm not going to be very good at it. But I mean, I'll try. I'll try to take somebody's legs or something out. I mean, I'll try to do what I can. But I mean, 
like I said, I'm going to go out there and play. Like, no matter what position they throw me at, that's just the type of guy I am. Like, I love football. So. Hey, that's, that's on it. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last night. That's what uh, this what's all this division is all about, is playing this game for the love of the game. And, you know, being that, that team player, that role player, even if you have to, play different positions, play out of positions, anything to help the uh, the team to succeed. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. Like I truly do like the ego stuff, that would that's that's not me. I'm like like I told I told the chaos like the day I was like they signed me, I was like, guys, I don't care if I play fucking five snaps a game. Like if I if I'm out there practicing and having fun and you guys just I'm part of the team, I mean I don't care. As long as we're winning, shit, I don't give a crap. So I, that's what I care about is winning. So Absolutely. Joey, Go ahead, see, Woody. See if you can get to the bottom of um, the, the um, what was that? In the, oh, man, when they were doing the schedule. I'm sorry, I got a lot on my mind right now. I got like 30 million questions I'm all going to ask at the same time. Remember when they were doing the schedule and we were trying to figure out who that person was? What was it like the the Patriots something? It, yeah, it was like some some Patriots guy that was in uh, the, uh, uh, the three Patriots. on one schedule review. Yeah, yeah, that was me. I'm, I'm actually a Patriots fan. If you didn't know this, yeah, I saw that in your uh, your Facebook profile, and I guess we just kind of put the pieces together. Woody, that was a great question. I actually completely fro- forgot to bring it up, so just take it away. Yeah, no, so we were trying to get to the bottom of that. Joey was trying to say, he was like, who the hell is this guy talking <laughs> all this shit in the comments? Da, 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 da. We were trying to figure it out. And uh, so we were going to ask you when we got you on, seeing as though then subsequently after, you know, that episode when they released the schedule, um, you put the post that you posted um, in the Florida chat. Let me ask you, since we, we now know that you um, – you're coming off more of a humble guy. What kind of like compelled you to jump into the Florida chat and and make that declaration? It's just me. It's just me talking shit, honestly. Like I was in the Vegas chat saying the same thing. I was in the New York chat saying the same thing. That's just me talking crap, honestly. Like that's just me. That's just me. That's just me stirring the pot a little bit, honestly. But so that, I mean, that- some of it was, you know, I mean, some of it was, you know, they get people fired up, and some of it was, you know, def- our defense, like I said, the defenses are nice, but, I mean, like I said, I guess it's a two-way game. You got to go out of offense at some point, but maybe they'll figure it out. I mean, like I said, maybe I haven't seen their full potential for offenses either, so but just from what I've seen in the month and a half, two months working with the teams, they're more, I mean, at least the heist and the, the chaos are more defensive teams to me. But the crush, to me, they're, they're more balanced offense, so they could, I think they could have the best offense in the division, but I don't think they're as good defensively. So, what I'm getting is that the division, the league as a whole is not a very defensive driven league. So, if anybody from the BIC or the U's listening, um, and you're on defense, the quarterback of whatever team he's going to be playing on is saying you're not shit. <laughs> and he doesn't back down. I love it. I, um, I, so, I'm just, I'm just going to say that I know where to go with the ball. Okay, I gotcha. So let me, let me I'm segue. Just, wait, I'm just going to say this. He Don't wants to blitz me because you're going to get burned. So he doubles that's, down. I'm trying to save yeah, you, and you're busy trying to double down on it. I got you. That's bro. just what I'm gonna say. That's just that's that's all. That's the only tip I'm giving you, defensive players out there. Don't blitz me because you're gonna get killed. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that loud and clear. So, um, my question for you is um, is a little bit more, I guess, kind of doubling or tripling all the way back to the beginning of the conversation mm-hmm. we were having. So with you guys, you know, we, we always bring up here in Florida, we do not have a division owner, unlike a Vegas, unlike, you know, you guys really? over there. Yeah, no, we do not, which is a large wow. part of why, you know, we see that a part of the playoff round will be played in Ohio. You guys are also new, so that's good for you guys. But then on the flip mm-hmm. side, now the um, national championship will be played in Vegas on top of them having a televised, you know, 
fall season and everything that they have going there, which is amazing. You know, uh, shout out yeah. to, to to Derek Duncan doing his thing out there. Uh, we were just guests on the um, other side of the ball podcast, and we had a great conversation with him. Um, mm-hmm. The point I'm or the question I'm getting to is how do you see the structure up there in um, in Ohio, and how is like I guess the culture around the league scene as though like you've had some you know turbulence yourself with what happened on your team, but um, mm-hmm. with your first original team. But how do you see I guess the hierarchy, the system, how things are kind of like set up and the infrastructure up there in Ohio. So like I said, we got, we got kind of like, I don't know, we kind of got different styles. Like I said, the, the, the chaos are more of a defensive team, the heist even, I mean, the the heists are more around through one player on offense, Seth Chambers. I mean, I obviously the Florida guys know him from last year, the running back. And then they're kind of like built like the Cavs too. They're they're a defensive team. And then, the, so, like I said, the crush the crush to me seem like the most balanced offense of the three. Yeah, I mean more. I, I mean more. I guess how it's set up as far as not the teams individually, but um, with us here in Florida, it's a bit more on the people running. Like we have a commissioner, but it's a bit okay. more like with the ghosts. I'm a you yeah. know break the fourth wall with the ghosts. It's more on me to get things done with my team as opposed to like every captain on every team or team president or whatever their, you know, their role may be. The guys that are the leaders of this team are kind of the ones that are steering the ship. I know some teams have coaches and the head coaches are the ones that are kind of like on that as well. So with you guys in Ohio, do you guys have head coaches? Do you have like team owners? Do you have presidents? Yeah. So so we have, so on the chaos, when I was on the chaos, we had the guy, Josh, and I talked about earlier that started the team. He was technically our team owner because he wanted to start the team. We had another guy named Tanner that's still on the team. He's also like the co-owner of the team. Well, then we had two head, we had two coaches. We had an offensive coordinator. The head coach was the guy I had problems with. He was the offensive coordinator. And then the defensive coordinator was the assistant had the assistant coach. So that's how their team was ran. Like the heist have a couple of coaches on their team. I don't know what they actually coach. I don't know if like one's defense, one's offense. I just know they have a couple of guys seeing them. And then same thing with the, the crush. With Steve, the guy for the coach for the crush, he's actually like, he's the reason why Ohio has a division because the, the field we use for the Ohio home games is where he coached um, high school football at. So, Walnut Hills. That's where they play our games. I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Joey, that you're from Ohio, but Walnut Hills is where we play the, get, play the games at, and uh, he coached there. That's where he coached high school at, so that's how we get their field. And he's like the – he's like the um, so we have like three owners, I guess. We have like the main owner of the division, then there's like a co-owner, then there's like a small like – league owner I guess or whatever and that's like Steve he's like the farthest down but he's also like the coach for the the crush who's also the first team in the Ohio division they started their team like three years ago I believe so would you say the the structure is more um Denzel I think Denzel is the the owner and then uh a league manager and then a commissioner is that more of how the stru- how it's structured as far as the hierarchy? So, so the the structure. I mean, I guess it could be different, but it's more usually a coach is usually like we have. Like I said, we have coaches, but most I think every coach is a league owner or a like some part of. I don't know how it really goes, but I just know that the the crush. Their head coach is like part co-owner of the Cincinnati division, and that, and then the the chaos coaches they they don't have any ownership with the division at all. They're just coaches, and then same thing with the heist. I don't know their coaches personally, so I don't think they have any partnership with the actual division. They're just coaches. Gotcha. That yeah. makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, the only the only guy that I think actually has like any kind of ownership or anything is Steve, and he's the crush's coach. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That I know about like I said, I don't know everything, so I'm excited. I'm, I I got that. I appreciate it. Um, 
let me ask you my my the other question I had. So mm-hmm. I guess with you, like you said, you were able you knew you were able to point out and see that uh, <laughs> Stary was left handed. So that goes to show that you have watched um, other divisions. Obviously, you know Jersey is the one that's most televised. I think you said you've been mm-hmm. you were able to watch Nevada's fall season as well. Yes, um, I watched the whole. I watched from about week two on the whole. Pretty much every game I missed. Actually, like I missed maybe a couple here and there, but I pretty much watched. Paul Brawl from like week two on every game. Perfect. I watched I watched the pit bosses, all those teams, which I've heard that some of the pit bosses guys are from the Vegas Force, who's the team that beat kinda out west with um they're more of a run first team from what I've seen at least. But based on last year, I would say they're more of a run first team. Gotcha. So yeah, so you being well versed um with at least those two divisions, um I mm-hmm. know there's not too much film out there uh, on us in here in Florida. Um, but let's just say in a hypo- hypothetical set, uh, situation, you get placed on your team. You are mm-hmm. let's put you at your main position at quarterback. Um, you've got yourself some decent, you know, let's say decent to good um, skill positions or players around you. You got a good offensive line that gives you, you know, some decent amount of time back there for you to, you know, make your reads and know where you're going with the ball after reading the defense before the snap. Mm-hmm. What division would you want to play? And then let's say if you'll take it a step further. And name a team that you would love to play against from the other divisions. Of course, I want all the smoke. I want BIC. Yeah. I want I want all the smoke. I want either BIC or Patterson U. Because there was actually a rumor about, well, I don't know how true this was either, but there's a rumor about a month ago that the Chaos were going to schedule Patterson U, but it never came true. But anyways, Patterson U or BIC who I want. Like, maybe not first game, but... Down the road, it would be nice to play one of those. Go ahead, take it away. Now, Jordan. let me let me ask this question: um, Do you want to face BIC, or you just to get a feel of what a top tier level team it feels like to play with? So it kind of you guys know where you guys can compare, where you where yes. you guys are at, at that point, or is it more for a competitive aspect because? You guys know they're probably going to drop 70 on you. Um, if I'm on defense, they're definitely dropping 70 on me because I don't want that to happen. But, um, no, nah, I would say I would say it's more for, like, you know, be competitive, have a feel of what – just to have a feel of how good they are because, obviously, you want, you want to – it's kind of like how teams in college basketball, for example, they want to play like Kentucky. Nobody wants to play freaking like Iowa State. Everybody wants to play Kentucky and Duke and Kansas. I mean, that's the same thing. Like, it's just for a competitive drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, like, a lot of those teams, like, for example, Ohio State plays um, St. Helens School of the Blind. They typically, they're going to schedule them early in the year to uh, get the rust off and everything like that. Yeah. So hope, hopefully BIC is not scheduling you guys early in the year because, you know, they think that you guys are just somebody to uh, take lightly because obviously you guys are going to try and make the competitive game. With You know, if you do have to play defense to help the team out, just know that BIC is not going to be dropping 70. Uh, we do we do not play v, uh, BIC this year. As long as I'm in the, the Ohio, we do not play BIC. The only time we can play BIC is in the championship game. So, so I can't, can't remember. Um, would you? I, would you guys? You guys are in the Western Conference, correct? Yes, we have to beat like the Vegas teams. You guys are in the East with like BIC and because it's like the the New York, New Jersey. Um, I want to say Maryland's in there, D.C., you guys are all in the East, and then we're in the West with, like, all the Vegas State or nine Vegas teams or whatever. California's yeah. in there. We're in there with California as well. So that, that's actually a good point. Um, do you, How do you feel uh, about the scheduling, especially for um, the, the playoff structure and being able to have um, a home game, essentially, for you guys in the playoffs? Do you guys like the scheduling and how it's set up? Uh, like I said, it's nice that we, you know, first year potentially playing the Final Four, you know, at their home, home, basically, I mean, home, my home area, basically, Cincinnati. So, it'd be nice. I mean, if we get that far, obviously, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to try to be 
little optimistic. I mean, it's a long season. Take one a week at a time first, but, you know. Yeah, it'd be absolutely. Nice. It'd be nice to host the Final Four, though. So let me, uh, let me, let me backtrack a little, a little bit here. Um, you brought up a good point about playing in the Final Four. Um, do you think when it comes to choosing a team, would you rather look at the team and say, hey, this team, I might not play as much of a part on the team, but they're going to make it farther? Or would you rather say, hey, this team needs a little bit more help? I would rather be the focal point, a little bit more of a leader on this team, even though that we're gonna we're not gonna make it as far. Where would you kind of you know gauge your decision making process on those two aspects? Okay, so like I said earlier, I'm not a big ego guy. So for that case, I want to win. So if it matters of winning and winning and winning, I'm gonna take the team that wins all day, every day. All right, I like that answer. Woody, uh, you got anything for our guy? No, I think I've asked all the questions I have for my guy. I really did appreciate him. Do you have any questions for us, man? So what brought you guys to A7FL? Go ahead, Joey. Uh, so there's a long version, and then I don't really think that I've really talked about it. And then there's a short version, and we'll just go with the short version for now, um, pretty much. Uh I was a little bit bored down here in Florida. I mean, me and some of our uh, OGs of the ghosts were just looking for flag leagues and stuff like this. And then I think it, it was Tristan that um, actually forwarded me. I think it was a, uh, a Facebook link to the A7. And from being Ohio, you know, I like the contact. I'm not for the flag pulling and all that, all that pussy shit. Um, so I was like, dude, let's, let's get back into contact. Um, so we went out to the tryout, the combine down in uh, – St. Pete, Tampa area, loved it, went to the one up in Sanford the next day, and then kind of just built the ghost around that. Well, so you actually built the Orlando ghost? Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't say built the Orlando ghost. I would say I'm one of the, the probably one of the really OG members that's still left on the team now. So you um, actually played? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to know you actually played, okay. Yeah, Joey is actually um... – 20 what was that 2020 or 2021 um the, the years are bleeding together but the first uh year of the this is i'm gonna speak your accolades joey because you'll never do it um our the first season he won defensive play of the year he actually wasn't our quarterback that first year he was uh, our starting middle linebacker he won defensive player of the year here in florida so, so, do, you, so do you guys both play or yeah we both play we're both members of the orlando Bulls. Okay. um joey okay. is now our quarterback um I play wide receiver. Uh, first year I was playing corner and wide receiver, but um, last year did I play corner last year? I don't think I played corner at all last year. I stuck to um, the offensive side of the ball and um, took more responsibilities with um, being the team president as well as um, uh, mm-hmm. help co-creating our offense playbook. So we both play for the Orlando Ghost, though. Um, Okay. So for me, I've been in this league, just to answer your question, I've been in this league uh, since it almost since it started in New Jersey, before it was called the A7FL, and since it became the A7FL, um, I took a couple years off because I was living in North, I moved from Jersey to North Carolina, and they didn't have um, a division in North Carolina, which I think they're still working on. Um, yeah. But then when I came here to Florida, I want to say right a little bit after I you know moved here, Boom, here came, you know, I get a thing. I got a call from um, actually the commissioner. I don't think I ever told this version of the story, um, but I got a call from the commissioner because he knew he, I was trying to help get, um, I was trying to help get uh, a seven off the ground in North Carolina. I'm sorry, guys. It's a really long day. My kids have worn me out. Um, that, and so when it came to Florida, he was flying down and he was asking me what area, cause he heard I, I moved to Florida. He was asking me what area in Florida I lived in. And I was telling him the central Florida area. And he was like, man, we got a combine coming there, man. You got to try and, you know, come out. So I actually did not make it to the combines. Um, but I was making calls after, well, I was getting calls and making calls and I was having conversations with, um, close friend of mine, uh, who used to be the owner of the, uh, New Jersey Savage. And he was like, man, like. He was done playing, and he was like, bro, you got an opportunity to still play. Uh, you feel like you can still play, and it's in a whole new area. Like, just do it. 
So I got in contact with everybody, and um, they were like, well, which team do you want to be on? And it was just something about the Orlando Ghosts, and I was just like, you know what, that's where I want to play. Because um, there was some veterans, obviously guys that I've known from up in Jersey on the A-team. And I, I don't know, something just didn't sit right with me going over there. And I was like, you know what, I'm here. I actually don't live in Orlando. I live in St. Cloud, which is like a little bit um, south of Orlando. But Joey gave the short version. I gave my long version. That's how I got, um, that's how I got um, playing here in Florida. And um, it was the right move. Going to the Ghosts actually was absolutely the right move to make. I got to ask you a question. It's not, it's not really about, it's not really about HF, but it's more about college football. Florida Gators, Miami, Miami U, or um, Florida State? Well, see, none of us are actually from Florida. Ohio State Buckeyes, baby. I was about to say, so he's, 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 from, he's actually I'm, from Ohio. Because I'm actually, I'm actually a Florida fan, so that's why I asked that's, that question. That's hilarious. I'm absolutely yeah. not a Florida fan. I'm from New Jersey, so I'm not even a Florida fan at all. Not saying that that's I gotta be a Jersey fan, but no. Well, are you a Syracuse or something? No, hell no. I'm an Oregon Ducks fan uh, actually. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't think I'm. Besides basketball, I don't think I'm a fan of any team from the area I'm from. Oh, okay. That, that do you like the Do you like the Knicks? I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan since I got grew up in New Jersey. I figured the Nets are the Nets. I was 45 minutes away, not even 30 minutes away from um, where the Izod Center, where they used to play at the Nets, the New Jersey Nets. So, so here's them. a question: Did you have you guys won a division title yet? So the Orlando Ghosts, two years straight, make it to the defense, make it to the division championship, and come in second place. We lost to the 18 the first year and lost to the Nightcrawlers the second year. So we have not won a division champion yet. Okay. The ultimate Cinderella right now. And you guys, did you guys make the playoffs last year, no? Yeah, we made the division championship for both years. Okay. So we, lost to, the, yeah, we lost to the division So you guys, this will be your guys' third year then? Third year for us here in Florida. Okay. So that's the, the whole di- the whole division or just the ghosts? No, the whole division. So like the division okay. started with four teams, uh the Ghosts, the O Town Orange, so those are the two Orlando teams, and then two Tampa teams, the Nightcrawlers and the A team. So so far both Tampa teams have won uh the championship. Okay. No Orlando teams yeah. won again. Yeah, see I've watched I've watched you guys in the Tampa a lot the Tampa Bay Nightcrawlers. I've watched you guys a decent amount in Florida. I haven't seen too much on the other two teams though. So I will say, if you want, if you want to watch, if you want to watch a great Florida game, I know that our playoff game against the A team, I think that is one of the um, better games. I know that the A team and the Nightcrawlers put on a, a pretty good game, but it was only due to certain players being late for the game. Um, just my little bit of shade. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to talk about two teams that I won't even say we were fully staffed because I know we were missing some people myself included mm-hmm. that game. I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. Um, but that's a very entertaining game, and I believe that is on um, A7FL's YouTube page, so you can look up that game, the A-team versus the Ghosts in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. So the A-team versus the Ghosts, I'll look that up. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a really good one. Um, anything else, man? Oh, um, that's about it. All right. I mean, Good luck this year. That's about it. No, same to you. We're really going to be, um, I know me personally, I think Joey will concur. We're definitely going to be looking out for you. That's one of the things we love about having these guys and having you guys on these podcasts, guys from other divisions, um, just so we can get to know you guys a bit. And then we can actually try and, you know, make sure we look out for you guys and see where you're doing. And um, just gives you a little bit more insight to the players um, while you're watching these guys from other divisions. And it's great that you get to get your name out there. So guys from Florida will listen to this, get to hear your name. Um, guys from mm-hmm. Jersey, you know, we know people in Vegas listen to the podcast. So um, this is what it's all about here on the parlay. I don't know if Joey got into that with you, but this is to give the players a pa- platform. This isn't our podcast to talk our trash or try to down people. Mm-hmm. Um, we, this is really about, even though we do that a little bit, um, when necessary, um, this podcast is about giving guys an opportunity to come on here and have a platform to say whatever they want and, and, and get their names out there. And, you know, what I love is when we get somebody on here that then turns around and backs it up on the field. So we'll definitely be looking out for you to, um, back all this talk up on the field, uh, come March 26th. That's when your season starts. Yeah. 
Just saying, you know, my nickname is. I hit us. What is it? I signed up as my nickname as Vanilla Vic. So if you hear them say Vanilla Vic, you know it's me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just saying. Do you have anything? I'm, left I'm left-handed and I'm white. I'm the Vanilla Vic. That that is that is crazy, man. <laughs> I'm leaving that with a little joy. Go ahead. You got anything, man? Before we wrap it up, nothing much, man. Thanks for stealing my my nickname. I'm not sure if that was a self-proclaimed nickname, but mine was given to me, um, rightfully so. But I really appreciate having you on, man. Um, got a chance to get an insight to the Ohio division. A little bit more, learn a little bit more about uh, what to expect coming out for. You guys, this upcoming season. Um, as far as part, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll we'll get to have you on again um, once you decide to pick a team. Maybe uh, midway through the season to uh, get a uh, a little bit of an outlook of how the season's going for you guys, um, and just go from there. But um, for me, that's it. Uh, Corey, where's my where's my damn shirt at, man? You guys are gonna you guys are gonna want me on because I'm being MVP conversation. There we go. I love the talk. And I'm literally watching <laughs> as you guys were talking about um, this Vanilla Vic com, uh, controversy. Uh, I, I feel like I got Shaq and Dwight Howard on the, on the uh, podcast right now. I was looking up highlights of uh, Stary, to, uh, Stary, and yes, left handed. <laughs> Shame on me because I'm watching right, them and so, I'm like, holy so crap. We might, we might be the only two lefties then. I d- Listen, I don't know if there's another one, but that's definitely it. Unless yeah, there's a new guy, there's um, another new kid on the block. <laughs> so as we'll wrap this up, I want to thank you again yeah. for coming on this podcast. Uh, we'll love to have you back on during the season to see how your season's going on. Um, like Joey said, when mm-hmm. uh, we do decide to, to choose a team and who it may be. Um, so we'll wrap this up. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, this can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, of course, let all your friends know this is coming out as well. Um, like, listen, and subscribe. Leave a review and five stars like my man Bomani Jones says. If you, live, if you leave four stars, we're inclined to believe you are a hater. So please don't be a hater. And leave a five-star five review for us on the parlay. Uh, we are your hosts. My name is Woody. He is Joey. And we out.